genre. Uh, <laughs> always gotta give me grief. <laughs> That's my lot in life. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to like bring you down sometimes, <laughs> I, and then I, sometimes you gotta bring me up. Yeah, so it works. We're a teeter totter. Yeah, there you go. That's, I've never been on a wine, but okay. You've never been on a teeter totter? No. They don't have it in any parks around here. Weird. I think that that would be a uh, if we didn't go with I nerd that. I think teeter totter would be really funny. <laughs> oh God, that's a weird name. I know, but it's just kind of like yeah, we waffle. We wobble. We will wobble. Uh, I said we waffle, but that works we too. We waffle. We will wobble. Yeah, waffle, waffling, waffling, like going back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like waffles. I'm making waffles. I'm making waffles. Yes. Shrek minute. Because because you are the you are the donkey to my Shrek. Perfect. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. everybody to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Trey Cope. And uh, we're wrapping up another week. Week two. We're at the end of week two already. Oh my god. Minute ten. Oh my god. I can't believe we're here already. We're gonna have a guest next week. Yay. First guest. First guest. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil who our first guest is, mm. but I think we have a, we're gonna have a pattern after, after this season. Those of you who, who I, I guess people can go back and look at who we had for early season one and figure out who our guest is going to be, but uh, I think I think for the first few weeks we're going to have the same set of people guest as we did last time, because oh, it's really easy to schedule, it's really easy to schedule people that I can go sit down in front of. Yeah, who are like, here. Hey, I'm coming over to your place, I'm bringing my microphones and we're going to record. I like that our setup is super mobile. Yeah. This is very behind-the-scenes stuff for people that don't need to hear the behind-the-scenes stuff. We're here to talk about minute number 10 of Chamber of Secrets. Minute 10 starts with a sleepy Harry. Yep, middle of the night. It ends with the Weasleys to the rescue. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we were wrong. It wasn't... It's not It's not Hagrid. Hagrid's not back. He's not bringing the flying motorcycle. We're not gonna... No. We're not gonna fly on the motorcycle I mean, we'll again. see him soon enough. Well, not soon enough. We won't no. see him. Well, yeah. We'll see him in, like, two weeks. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. You're right. Three weeks? I think it's three weeks, actually. But we're coming up on it really quick. Instead, we get the Weasley boys. Of course, you gotta know which ones. Yes, 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 yes. There are a lot of them. Yeah, because there's a lot of them. Charlie and Bill have come to save the day. Right, yeah. Harry's like, who are you? I've never seen you before. Red hair? hand-me-down robes <laughs> you must be weasleys um throwing out draco line i know there. i know it, no it's 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 a their their malfoy mannerisms and we'll talk about those yeah, in a few weeks yeah. too because i'm very excited so we hear this we hear that we hear we hear this um sputtering engine kind of get louder harry goes and peeks out the window and as he peeks out the window you see it looks like a shooting star and then it kind of turns and you realize that they're headlights and they're getting closer 
And um, and you get that wiggle music that played when Dumbledore showed up in week one of Harry Potter mm-hmm. uh, that we also mm-hmm. talked about with Crystal Beth. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal sent us a video of her, like, dancing to this wiggle music. <laughs> right. Which was really silly. That was a long time ago. So long ago. I know. That was, uh, that was during... That was right after the Mirror of Erised in in uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. Dang. So then we see a car. And l- let me, let me, let's, can, we, can we talk about this car a little bit? Of course. First of all, it's flying. Of course. It's flying. This is a flying car. Um, yes, it is. This is a flying car. And we're not going to get to explain it until next week. But I guess if you're a kid watching this movie, you've never read the book, you're watching this movie for the first time. We saw a flying motorcycle in the last, in the last movie. Do they name drop Sirius Black in the movie? I don't think so. I think no. that's just a book thing. No, I think we discussed that, yeah. So, so are, are kids just assuming, oh, vehicles fly when you're magic? Right? Like, I would think you just make that assumption at that point. Oh, they all have flying cars. Right? Flying cars like, is future science. Muggles don't have flying magic. cars. Yeah. yeah. But, but the magic users have. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I guess when we see, um, when we see Arthur, but flying cars are not a common thing. No. Um, I want to spoil it now. I guess we'll talk about it twice. Arthur, do you think Arthur studied Sirius's bike? Were the Weasleys part of the Order of the Phoenix before? Did they know the pot? I mean, they don't talk, they don't ever say like, you have your mother's eyes. So I don't think they ever met James and Lily. Right. Um, yeah, they didn't recognize him. I mean, they like did, that. but they did, yeah, but not in that way. Yeah, they didn't make, or maybe they're just polite. <laughs> they're decent folk that don't have to compare Harry to his parents. Um, I don't know where that came from, but there you go. Decent That's on folk. the podcast. But I like to think that there is a connection between the flying car and the flying motorcycle. Who bewitched Sirius's bike to fly? Do you think he did? Uh, Sirius is distantly related to the Weasleys. Mm-hmm. I mean, very distant. Very distant. But they're... I just... I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that Arthur was responsible for it. I think it would be more like, oh, Sirius's bike can fly. Can I replicate that Yeah. technology somewhere? Huh. In a bigger scale, even. Yeah. Because this is definitely the a Weasleys, larger vehicle. The Weasleys know Hagrid. Yeah. Because they would have gone to school while he was still Gamekeeper, I think. No, actually, that might not be true because... No, that's got to be true. I, I think that, that Hagrid is older than the Weasleys, but not by much. Because Bill has probably 10 years on the twins. Right? Which puts him in his, like, mid-20s. Late-20s. Early-30s at the latest. At the latest. Mm. Which would put Molly and, and, and her husband in, like, their late 50s. Maybe 60. Hagrid's, like... Hagrid's, like, 70. Right, because he went to school with... Well, he's, like, 63. With Tom. I don't know. There, that that timeline's weird. I still, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. There needs to be like a timeline. I know. I keep saying that I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just sit down and make like a Wizarding World yearbook, right? Because it would be really nice to know like who went to school at the same time. 
Yeah. I think it would be really convenient for us because we talk, we, we, we philosophize about the past enough. I know, so like, about the past enough. It'd be nice to know like who was there at the same time. Yeah. I do think the Weasleys would know Hagrid for sure. I mean, even if he wasn't there for while the while the two of them were in school, he's definitely been there for the entirety of all the Weasley kids. Yes, definitely. Hmm. I don't know. So there's a flying carp. Not any carp. This is a this is very uh, this is a fourth model Anglia? I'm going to pronounce it Anglia. It's A N G L I A. Uh it's a Ford Anglia. Uh, uh, 105E. And it was manufactured... Well, I, I guess I could find the actual year. I'm gonna come back to this because I didn't plan on talking about the car at super length here because we're gonna, we're gonna get much better car stuff later in the movie. Oh, yeah. But, um, this particular model was manufactured from 59 to 68. So, this car is from the 60s. Yeah, it's a very old car. Yeah. It's, a uh, a boat is kind of yeah. like a, a term that I would use for it. Cause it's very wide. It's a very big car. It has a very distinct, like that big, like old timey engine sound. You made a flying car out of a Ford Anglia. Like of all the thing of all the cars. Yeah. You can make, make fly. Uh huh. This is the one you chose. So, so Harry stands up, of course, he's looking out the window and the car's coming forward. And, um, before we even talk about the boys flying the car, there's a moment where the light from the headlights is coming in through the window at Harry. Um, like we see the car, right? As it pulls up to the window and it's shining its lights right into Harry's bedroom. How do they know which bedroom Harry's is? How do they know which bedroom is Harry's? Is it just because they see him in the bedroom window here? Well, he is, like, looking out. Yeah, were they just gonna, like, shine their window, uh, their car, their lights into any window until they found him? That that wouldn't have been, that's not a very good plan. No. No, it's not. Um, however, we see the lights spilling in the window, and we see Harry backing up toward his wardrobe, and we see the picture of the owl that, that we speculated Harry had drawn. Yes. And... I discovered something wonderful. Oh. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out uh, Jen Brugan from our, our Facebook listeners army because she let me know today that uh, this is a barn owl that is oh. drawn. Because we, you and I, were talking about like, oh, it's really funny. Like, he's got this drawing of an owl, but it's not it's not a snowy owl. He didn't draw Hedwig. It's a, it's a barn owl. And... It's not drawn by Harry. So who is it drawn by? Do you want to speculate? As to who is drawn by? Yes. Well, the only other person, the only other kid in the house is Dudley. And there's no way it's Dudley. It's better than that. There's no way it's Dudley. Like I said, but he hasn't been getting any letters. I know. So if anyone's sending him things, and we're talking about a kid drawing, and you look so delighted. I'm so delighted. Is it Ginny? No, I. Oh, that would be even better. No. Now I ruined it because I'm. It's Ron. It says hi, Ron. Age twelve. He made a picture for his friend. <laughs> and he gave it to him before the school year ended. That's 
adorable. I think it's so cute. I think it's so cute. And Ron, little 12-year-old Ron, wrote his age on the paper, too. He didn't just draw it. Like, why do kids do that? Kids do 12. that. I don't know. Do I love it. It makes me so happy. It oh, makes me so happy. That's pretty I think it's adorable. precious. That's cute. That's friendship goals right there. I know. Gary, draw me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to be like, draw me an L. But... Draw. I'm like, no, I, I beat you to it. You did. I guess I owe you a picture of an L now. <laughs> draw me an L. I'll draw you an L. It's going to go on my closet door. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> Bye, Gary. Age 26. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know. do it just like that. Oh my god! A crayon, oh, and I'm gonna like fit, like ham fist it. Like I don't know how to hold a crayon. It's gonna be so good. It's oh, gonna be it's gonna so be great. Good. It's gonna be great, you guys. Oh my god, fun. That's hilarious. I thought it was gonna be something cute, like oh maybe Ginny send it to. Oh, me. that would be adorable. That would be adorable if it was Ginny, but I love that it's Ron. It makes me That's really happy too. that Ron gave Harry a, a, a picture of an owl. When, uh, he just picked a barn owl. Like, Errol's not a barn owl. Yeah. Um. So it's like, why a barn owl? Errol's a great gray owl. Maybe Ron wants a barn owl. Maybe Ron wants a barn owl. Maybe they used to have... I mean, how... I don't know how long how long owls live or stay in the family for. Errol's mm. an old owl. I feel I, like they've had her a long time. No, Errol. Her. We'll talk about Errol later. But uh, precious. He's. I love that owl. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, it's poor it's, thing. <laughs> is Errol named for Errol Flynn? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it when we see him. Oh, we see him a couple times in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I want more Errol. Why isn't there more Errol or Pigwidgeon? Pigwidgeon's also adorable. I think Pigwidgeon is even more adorable in the book, of course, than you get in the actual movie. I think I think I like Errol more than Pigwidgeon for sure. They both have such distinct personalities. They're so little hyperactive little thing. Then you have like this older owl that's just like old clumsy. They're very. They have they have a lot of personality. Yeah, those two owls the most. Yeah, like Hedwig. Hedwig doesn't get like a whole lot. No, um, I wouldn't say that Hedwig doesn't get a lot. I just think Hedwig is very serene, which I think Harry kind of needs. Right, she seems calm. Yeah. Yeah, because Harry, Harry. Except for in the moment earlier, because she wants out of her damn cage. Mm. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, speaking of that, and we uh... see her in her cage again in this minute. Um, I have another another listener to mention. I got, we got a comment on um, Facebook a couple days ago from listener Andrew Watts, who asked me, um, it seems that, or he mentioned that it seemed that the lock on Hedwig's cage had a key in it. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I double checked and I wasn't sure. And the, the two of us up. were talking about it. Yeah. And so what what we did was we turned the brightness up and um, I cropped the image so that I could just look at the lock. And you can definitely tell there's a moment when she like snaps her beak at the lock. There's just a key hanging in the lock on Harry's on on her on her cage. And so it makes me wonder if Harry's just 
I don't know. I guess Harry's a good kid and he listens to the Dursleys, right? Like, that's got to be... I thought before, like, why didn't Harry try to pick the lock? Because it feels like this sort of inhumane thing that they keep the cage locked. But if there's a key in the lock, then it's more of a Dursley... Or it's more of a Vernon saying, don't you let that bird out. And Harry's just like, okay, Uncle Vernon. And he just, like, listens, like... Do you think he ever lets her out? Like, ever? I was saying maybe the like lock's before there. The... That, he's only allo- maybe she's only allowed to, like, spread out her wings out in, like... like certain times? In, but in the room. Do you room. think he lets her out like, in not, the room without like, letting... Like, not out of the window. I mean, if it's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning and they're sleeping, I don't think they would hear if he lets her out the window. Owls are hunters. They, they're yeah, quiet. Like, true. you're not going to hear her take off. She's not going to go screeching out the window. Like, that's not... She's not going to find anything that way. We'll see. Well, maybe it's not as bad as all that. Maybe he does keep the cage locked because Uncle Vernon wants him to, but Uncle Vernon doesn't have the lock. Yeah. Harry has the lock and lets her out, like, at night. Uh But wants to let... She obviously wanted out right then and there. Yeah. For whatever reason, For whatever she was like, reason. I want to go out right now. And he's like, it's because it's, it, you know what, here, how, what, what if it's more like this? Maybe we were, we were thinking too harshly about it. Maybe it's more of a, like, the Masons are coming over. You can't let this owl out. Yeah. And, and he's like, I'm sorry, Hedwig. I'm going to have to leave you in the cage while they're Just over. I'll let you out later. Uh, lock the cage. But the key is still there. Like, she's not like in, it's not like punishment. Yeah. It's saving face because there is an important thing uh-huh. happening for, for him. At least I guess that's how I could interpret it movie-wise. Like, we know in the book they have the conversation about her going out in the morning. Like, yeah, at the you, breakfast table, you which means she's been in see. that cage all day long, yeah, which yeah. is different. Yeah. That's also true. Like, if he's going to let her out, it's going to be after the sun's gone down. Yeah. Because they are in a muggle community, and that is going to be noticed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I thought it was a really great observation, and so I, I uh, delighted to talk about that some more in the future. Yeah. Or I guess we'll keep an eye out when, when they pass the cage over tomorrow to see if it's still got the key. Like, they don't let her out here. We don't no, see her out of her cage. Her... We don't see her out of her cage until... Hogwarts? Yeah, like, well into when they're at Hogwarts. Like, what? I don't know where she's at when they're at the burrow. In the book, doesn't she, like, fly behind the car? Like, they let her out to fly when they fly the car home. Something like that. And she, like, follows them. Yeah, which I think is cute. In this, they just pass her cage into the car. I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye out next week to see if we see her flying when they land or not. I assume it was she would go hang out with uh, wherever they keep their owls. Yeah, wherever Errol's at. Yeah, and then... Yeah, I was thinking we see her at Hogwarts, but we see, we see her again during the Whomping Willow sequence, but... She's still in her cage then too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Okay, so we should get back to the we should get back to the Weasley boys. So uh, I used to think because my dumb American brain, when uh, when they pull up to the next to the window here, I thought Ron was driving the car. Oh, same. <laughs> I was like, what? Ron's driving? Like you're you're a little boy. You can't drive. You're... Wait, but there. I mean, the twins are only. 14 right they're two years older than ron harry right yeah they drop out during their seventh year Mm-hmm. guys guys i know you hate umbridge and all but you were so close 
Right. Uh. It's really funny. Just do it. So Ron shows up and, and Harry's like, Ron. And he looks at the, he looks at the twins. We see the twins, Fred, George, do you want to give a guess? I'm going to keep quizzing you, I guess. Which one Fred is and which one George is. Well, you can barely see them. In I the know car. you can barely see them in the car. And their voices are too similar to really like for me to know by voice. I know. I have a, I only know because of like a brief observation that I, my guess, and it's like super, and uh, again, it's super subtle. It takes place over the course of like a second. But when Harry says, Fred, George, the twins nod their heads. One, then the other. Huh. I think Fred is in the back and George is driving. I see. Which is interesting because like, because they're always lumped Fred and George, I would assume that Fred would be the one driving the car. Right. But I think George is more careful. So I think that makes more sense that George is driving the car. Because Fred is the, like, ambitious, put your foot forward. Like, he's the, like, go-getter one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then George is the more, like, okay, like, this is how it is. Yeah. He he tends to have the more compassionate, like, ideal. But I like this. I love that they've come to their rescue. They're here to rescue you. How did they make this decision who made the decision did did ron keep sending letters and he was frustrated not getting a message back and he knew dang well that like harry would have wrote him back and then he goes to his brothers Uh uh-huh and he's just complaining one day like harry's not answering any of my letters i'm I'm really i'm really worried there's something wrong and then it's got to be the The twins the twins are like why don't you go check on him? Like, like teasing him in some way. How do we do that? He's like, we have an idea. Like, dad's got this car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it happens. <laughs> and then Ron's just like, brilliant! Right? Like, Let's he, go tonight! Of course! It's his older brothers, and even though they've already, like, led him astray already uh-huh. a couple of times still like no nah, they're my older brothers i'm just gonna like sure yeah this makes perfect sense let's, let's do it let's do it we're gonna save harry we have to do what we must they're totally gryffindors i like i like meanwhile the ravenclaw is like like what why did you think this was a good idea <laughs> <laughs> like there was other ways you could have gone about hey, like doing this they almost got away with it what sure. else could they have done told their parents do you think do you think that he did do you think that the conversation was like oh harry hasn't been sending me any letters like i'm kind of worried and and well, they're molly, not supposed to interfere yeah and so and like stuff yeah molly or or arthur were like oh i'm sure he's fine dear like let him enjoy his summer. Yeah, because can you imagine like, Molly and Arthur showing up at well, the doorstep of the Dursleys? Know, they don't know what Harry's home life is yeah. like firsthand yet. Yeah, they might have heard Ron say like, "But they, he was in a cupboard under the stairs, and they barely fed him, and they like." It so would almost sound like exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. I doubt he lives in like, the cupboard what? under the no. stairs, honey. And then the twins are like, we can help you go get Harry. <laughs> but they're still, they're surprised. Yeah. 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 And I think that like after this, 
uh, the the Weasleys open up even more to Harry because now yeah. he's been at their home and and they've had time to like get to know him more personally because you know we've only seen Molly in passing up to now like True. she sent him a Christmas present but they haven't really like interacted much yeah and so yeah I definitely think that this was like the twins being like let's do this and I don't even know that they care about like oh, we're going to go get Harry Potter. Like, we're going to help our little brother. I think it's like, let's take the car out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they've been looking for an excuse to do this, and this is a noble cause. Let's do it's, it. It's it's Ferris. Oh, my. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I want the car. <laughs> they got a computer. No, they didn't get computers. No. Oh, but but instead of, like, a, 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 a Ferris and a Cameron, you got two Ferris. Yeah. It's like, this isn't good. You can't have a Ferris feeding off another Ferris. This is how this happens. That's why they why they open a joke shop. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's really good. <laughs> Long show. We ended last week like that, too. I know. <laughs> Are we going to just find the Ferris references forever in Harry Potter now? Well, we've been doing that and Steven Universe references. So That's I don't know. true. <laughs> Pretty bad. We could talk some Steven Universe. I don't know how to relate this to Steven Universe right, right now. No, they don't. They don't the Dundee Supremo. They don't have a. a blind you car. don't know the true power of the Supremo. I, I love. I love that Harry asks, like, "What are you doing here?" And Ron's like, "Rescuing you, of course." Like, duh. Get your stuff. Figure that shit out. Yep. So Harry like shuts his trunk, and then we see Ron like, where do they have like, like they're they came so prepared, prepared, right? He has like a grappling hook. Like, where did you get that? What do you think? Do you think the how twins? How did you prepare for what this? Do you, how much do you think the twins? Like, I how, how long I did they hope, prepare for this? I hope no. I don't think that they've been preparing for very long. I don't think that they've like flown here a couple nights ago and we're like, oh, there's bars on his window. We gotta come <laughs> we back. Gotta, we gotta bring a hook. Uh, I I think it's more fun if the twins just like you open the trunk and there's just like all sorts of tomfoolery. Oh my god! Just like everything you could possibly want for a heist. It's a heist. It's they a, totally like that was the it's idea. A, it's a kidnapping. We're gonna go save Harry. We're it's gonna. Sneak into the house and take him. We need a grappling hook. We just saw this movie, Ocean's Eleven. No, I don't know what what would it be appropriate heist movie for them to have seen. I was gonna be like, what? This is more like Taken. You better no, uh, no. We have to go just be older. glad we have that to go like older. Vernon isn't Liam Neeson. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. I just. <laughs> If I could do voices I, right now, I, ma- I made you. I made you think. You of made it, me think it. about yeah, it. Yeah, I made you think about it, didn't I? The the call. Uh huh. And then I just want to work in Freaky Friends in there for some reason. I told you I was. <laughs> you were never gonna see your Freaky Friends again. Oh. Oh. Oh Lord. They have a grappling hook. They do. They they're prepared. I love the Weasleys. They're my favorite family. And, and this is this is a great idea. It's a great idea. Great. Brilliant, 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 I say. Genius, I tell you. Okay, Yzma. Uh, I think that was everything for this week. How are you feeling? Shall we call, put this one to bed? I guess so. Wake this one from the bed and, and graveling hook the window. and Right. God, so much. It's just so much. 
Thank you guys for joining us for another week of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Like I teased yesterday, we will have a guest next week. I'm very excited that uh, we're going to be back to having some guests to, to, to talk to and philosophize with. I've been really enjoying the word philosophize this philosophize. week. Philosophize. I don't know why. That's not really the word that I be, should be using. It's more speculation. Right. But it's a fun word to say, so I've been I've been I've been going with it. No one's been calling me out, so I'm gonna call myself out <laughs> before that happens and then uh Save face. Yeah, I guess. If you wanna call it that. Well I mean if you're calling yourself out then, you know, you're getting ahead of getting ahead of the game. Don't tweet at me. I know I'm wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Own it. Oh, thank you everybody. Find us on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, all of those things. Find us, subscribe rate and review yada 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 um you can find all of our other shows uh at duelandgenre.com victoria and i of course we talked about ferris we did ferris bueller's minute off over there so you can check out the uh the entire run of that show and if you want more of us we of course do the quibbler on the weekends last weekend on the public feed on this feed we put up our discussion about the first chapter of chamber of secrets we went a little deeper than we do on this show uh, we're happy to have some of you join us of course we'll be continuing that with chapter two um on the quibbler this weekend so come find us on patreon.com slash hp minute and for less than four dollars a month you can get hours and hours oodles of content from victoria and i and uh yeah i think that's it how do you feel good mr finished Thank you.